We are live. For the folks at home, make sure you file this one away. When you ask yourselves, uh, you know, oh, Mike mistreats. Craig does so much for Mike. Why is he so mean to him? Here's a little, a little taste of what you don't see, what I have to deal with. Uh, was yesterday someone's special day? Yes. Yes, it was. Wow. Well, first of all, happy birthday. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> now, I noticed there were a couple texts I sent that went unresponded to, and it dawned on me that it was this cocksucker's birthday, and then I realized, is he mad that I didn't wish him a happy birthday? I would kill myself if I was that kind of person. <laughs> Is he is he not responding to me? Because this is how I, I paint it in my mind. Yeah. I text Craig and I say, uh, did the show ever go up on YouTube? And he he didn't text me back, but the show was immediately up on YouTube. So I just envision him grumbling like this. Fine, your precious shows. Oh, he wants me to upload the show every <laughs> week with this shit. <laughs> on my birthday of all days. No, I was actually almost... It was almost bad because I was uh, just about to leave work and I saw my computer out, which was fine. But I was like, oh, that would have been a long drive. I meant to text you that I said I put it up, but I guess I didn't. It's quite all right. <laughs> um, how old are we turning? 33. Ooh, Larry Bird. That's what I've been calling it, the Larry Bird year. It's going to be a good uh, one. I am always disappointed when my mind goes the same place as yours. <laughs> Simpatico. Embrace it. Uh, um. I've been on a crusade to try and ban birthdays. Yeah, I mean, what's like the, for grown adults? Yeah, it's enough. Maybe like forty or something, but still. Even so, the, funny you say forty because uh, the, we have some an acquaintance that's turning forty and having a birthday bash for themselves. And I was like, "What for themselves?" <laughs> Yeah, I just, I, uh, I can't stay, it's, it's enough with the birthdays. Every, everyone has one. It's not a unique experience. Hey, congratulations. You didn't croak this year. I don't, I don't mind if people say happy birthday. I don't mind saying happy birthday, but going, hey, it's my birthday. Just so you say happy birthday. I would hate the, I would hate yeah. you. Like the, uh, like the Michael Scott move. Yeah. You wish someone else a happy birthday? No, it's not my birthday. Oh, I thought we had the same birthday. <laughs> that's that's actually pretty funny. Uh, Jim Gaffigan had a bit about it too, and he was like, um, uh, "Yeah, he's like, I, I hate those people that are like, I just want to let you know uh, next Tuesday is my birthday." He's like, I "Just want to let you know I'm not getting you anything." <laughs> I mean, it's uh, not to go into a Seinfeldian bit here, but why why is it different? If tomorrow is your birthday, why is it any different than yesterday? I don't know. It's not an achievement, dude. I had I had. Uh, just an all-time weekend. Wife's birthday, Saturday, Mother's Day, my birthday. It's been a mess. Wow. Yeah. I, on the other hand, got to bond with Matt from Rhode Island. Oh, how, were, how was that? It was delightful. Just he and I. How many did you do? Oh, you know what a horrible podcaster I am is that it didn't even dawn on me to tell this story on the podcast, but I think it's worthy of it. Mm-hmm. Um, me and Matt, I had some time to kill because I was... Uh, visiting a friend down there in uh, the Pawtucket area, right near Vaulted Podcast. And uh, so I said, Matt, you want to grab some lunch? And so we stopped by, uh, there's a Chick-fil-A right, right around the corner. We stop in and uh, we're sitting there and Matt got up for a second. And while Matt gets up and walks away, so I think I'm like the only one hearing this. There's a, <laughs> a woman sitting behind us. And I'm afraid to even say this because I know what uh, the likes of PGA Minahan will do with it. <laughs> but there's a woman sitting behind me that just goes, I mean, if these fucking immigrants can't speak English, what, how, why are they even allowed in this country? <laughs> yeah, he's going to definitely cut that. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, boy. And, <laughs> and then she goes, uh, smallest state in the fucking country. How do these idiots get lost? <laughs> And then, like, Matt sits down. It was almost like she was waiting for Matt to get up so she could voice these opinions. Maybe she thought... She's like, all right, well, this guy will get what I'm talking about once he leaves. With that hat and that chain, he, she probably could have thought you were something. I don't know what. But. Is my chain sticking out? I hope No, 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 no. I'm wearing a V-neck today. Do you feel cool? No, I hate it. I have too much, like, chest hair. I don't like the experience, but... Yeah, damn Cubans. Am I right? But anyways, I don't know what that means. <laughs> the chains in the chest hair. 
I don't know. Um, but I, it's funny because that story I just told made me realize like uh, my instinct with a lot of the uh, stories that you hear in the news about stuff like that. My instinct is always like, well, people like that don't exist. <laughs> so I always think it's bullshit. So it's nice to see one in the wild every once in a while to give you the perspective. Like, oh, maniacs that would scream that into their phone at a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> they exist, I guess. Oh, sure. They sure do. And they're, they're like, they, they're, there's no shame. It's fucking wild. It's uh it's a crazy world out there, but cause it's, a, I kind of admire having that sort of like blissful ignorance in the sense of like, there was not a thought in her mind cause she's yelling it. Like I could hear her very clearly and there's not a thought in her mind. Like, Oh, this might, you know, hurt someone's feelings. <laughs> Someone might not like to hear this. <laughs> That's a great way to live. Because when you think, like, I'm always worried about annoying, pissing people off, making people uncomfortable. It would be nice to not have that at all. You know, I, I'm sure she has her thing, whatever her thing is. Mm. But uh, it certainly wasn't that. <laughs> when when Matt came back, you should have been like, boy, this lady really hates you. <laughs> Just see what he does. I, I don't think Matt, I'd get away with that. I think she'd know Matt is uh, as white as they come. He is. He sure is. Um, but no, it was a lovely day. Just me and Matt. Now people, as I, I think I mentioned on one of the episodes, but now people will kind of get to vote. Like, do we like the Craig episodes better? Do we like the Matt episodes better? Mm. You know, what's the what's the best formula for why are you laughing? If you guys like hijinks, I'm your guy. Yeah, he's a real hijinks guy. If you want someone try, trying to derail the topic. I mean, for the most part, it's usually on topic. It's just like, all right, enough. <laughs> a side, Craig has little side adventures. <laughs> yeah. It's like a cartoon where you think, I wonder what this character would do on his own. I keep people on the seat. Oh, what the fuck is he going to say next? <laughs> it's a real wild card, this guy. I bet it's something to do with Pat and Oswald. Uh, so, <clears throat> I get a, speaking of producers, I get a text from uh, Mr. Justin Trudell yesterday. <laughs> Unprovoked, other than, you know, what's happening at uh, Barstool headquarters, Justin texts me and says, uh, I'm slightly paraphrasing, but this is the spirit of it. He says, I just want you to know that you'd never have to worry about me hitting on Alba. It's not something I would do. And I say, uh, you're a real sweetheart. <laughs> he says, I just want you to know that's not the kind of friend I am. It's not something I would do. Even if you guys had broken up, I wouldn't do it. And I said, you know, buddy, I was never really worried about it until right now. <laughs> this is the most worried <laughs> I've ever been about it. <laughs> he follows up with a third text. Even if you pass on, <laughs> you can rest easy knowing that I have no intention of fucking your girlfriend. <laughs> what, a, what a nice guy. I was like, I don't know that he is. I thought he was a nice guy, but now I'm, now he's trying to rattle my cage. Yeah, you know what the problem is, too, is Justin definitely has a hammer. Oh, I'm sure. Like, yeah, I would think so. Like forearm looking. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, he definitely does seem like that kind of guy. Yeah. He's Very quiet, reserved. Quiet, reserved. You know, he doesn't need to show you what he's got. Yeah, so exactly. Incognito. Yeah. Um, and I, the, the, it's over text, so I my imagination is just left to read it with the cold, emotionless, <laughs> steady hand of a serial killer. Read it in the same tone as the uh, 400,000 slaves. I'll never have sex with your girlfriend. No. Speaking of which, side note, this just popped into my mind. Nothing to do with what we're talking about, really. Right. But when I went to uh, the the legendary Westfield State University, go Owls, um, they had some kind of like, I think it was part of like women's month, women's history month or women's celebrating women, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the dining commons, they had all kinds of like signage and shirts with like phrases, you know, pro women phrases on them. Yep. And um, one of them was <laughs> that I've never forgotten. It's always stuck with me. 
It was, um, you were my friend. I trusted you. You raped me. Jesus. <laughs> I was like, guys, that's going to be a hot seller. <laughs> How much is that one going for? I got to be honest with you. PJ, PJ is going to have a field day with this episode so far. Well, he's been a little, uh, you know, he's been a little, uh, not to criticize the man. It's not his job, but where's he been the last couple couple days, you know? He's probably just been on vacation, and we're like, where the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Maybe he sides with KFC. He doesn't want to tattle on us anymore. Oh, man. He, uh, I guess this new drama kind of trumps everything, but never reached out or anything after KMS? <laughs> no, no, he, he did not. Um I guess we'll get to that in a second, but uh, to get to this <laughs> uh, Marty Mush Rhea drama, as I tweeted last night, I think we got to call the fight on fucking Marty Mush. Jesus Christ, guys. Yeah, he's dead. Now you got Tom Brady's account tweeting. <laughs> that is, that is kind of crazy. <laughs> so the reason I bring up the, the Justin texts, I think Justin is a good man. I don't think he plans on, um, you know, stealing my woman from me. But a lot of, so I, I tweeted out like, all right, this has gotten ridiculous team Marty. And people, first of all, I don't really give a fuck. I'm not on anyone's team. They don't, they don't like me. <laughs> I couldn't join a team if I wanted to. Mm. So, uh, but it's funny how serious people take it. Cause a lot of the replies were like, Oh really? So you're telling me this, uh, millennia does a bit like this kind of like, uh, he goes, uh, so you tell they're talking about the death penalty. And he goes, so you're telling me if you saw Adolf Hitler walking down the street, you wouldn't kill him? <laughs> it's like, that's not what I was telling you. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, so people will respond in the comments like, so you're telling me that if the, if the warthog fucked Alba, you wouldn't have a problem with that? And it's like, yes, if my best friend, if I walked into the living room, and my best friend was violating my current live-in girlfriend. I suppose I would take issue with that. You got me. It would be like a more of a scenario like if if I was dating Mike Harris and we broke up and then you two started dating. That's more in a year. Yeah. But like It we, wouldn't even be like that though cuz I don't know if Marty and Hank directly work with each other in any capacity. Dude, they they like with each other all the time for streams and everything. While it was going. Oh, really? Yeah, Marty's a scumbag. I think it yeah, might be. So here's my defense of Marty. It's not that Marty did nothing wrong. It's that, like, I guess he, he should have reached out to Hank Immediately. when it started yes. and been like, hey, would you be cool with this? Right. However, <laughs> it has nothing to do with his job. Now podcasts are ending over there. Like, fucking Dan and Dave are pressuring people not to work with him. No, they were You know. Uh, I think his desk removal is the biggest crime of all. <laughs> I, it's fucking crazy. It seemed like Big Cat actually has felt this way for a long time, judging by the way he's acting. And this was just the final, like, I can actually go along with it now. Really? I didn't get that sense. I thought it was just like based on this. I think he's a scumbag. And now I, I won't work with him ever again. Dude, this had me wrapped yesterday. I couldn't get enough of it for some fucking reason. So I was watching. I was like hopping around and just checking what people were saying. And Big Cat at one point was like. Yeah, no, like, he's just a shady guy. This is shady shit. He's a, like, I'm just not going to work with him. Well, Big Cat kept saying, like, you know, I've been on the road with him and he never told me. It's like, well, yeah, it was a, they were keeping it secret. Yeah, you'd think uh, he didn't tell Rico either. Yeah, I mean, they're, they've, a, a secret is not like, hey, I'll tell Dan and no one else. <laughs> But I'll you, tell I'll tell the biggest guy at the company, but I'm not. That's it. Well, that's also just like a, a telltale sign that he was being a, like a shady dude because he knows he's going to tell Hank. Sure. That, yeah, there's probably that, too. But then I would go back to like, I don't know if you're working. Are you like, hey, I'm, I'm banging one of the girls we work with? Like, I don't, do they have that relationship? I have no idea. Yeah, it's the 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 coworker thing. If it was literally like. I don't know who's not at the office anymore was dating Rhea. Who gives a shit? It's the fact right. that it's Hank who's been there since the beginning. Right. And he's friends with all the people that matter in Marty's world. Yeah, it was a disrespectful, dumb move. But then when like they're shutting down podcasts that he's on, like he's a toxic figure now. It's like, all right, guys, I think in a month you're going to look back at this and be like, that was a little much. Well, they didn't shut it down. 
the company did not shut it down. The people on them shut it down. Eh, I don't know. I wonder though. I wonder if like Rico and Jerry felt pressure from guys like Dan and Dave, like, oh, if I'm associated with this guy, that's bad for me now. Did you watch the rundown? Uh, yes. Dan said too at some point, he's like, I just need to reiterate, I'm not going to judge anyone for working with him or anything. I'm just personally not going to. Sure. That's what all great leaders say. <laughs> that's what they all say to get all the minions like, well, I'm going to have to choose sides now. <laughs> yeah. Dan's a more sinister, sinister bastard than I ever realized. He's loyal as fuck, dude. No, he is. I, Dan's a good man, I think. I would probably be like that. I get I get. Like, you would? Yeah. I don't see that in you. I find that. I don't see you caring about other human beings. If it was my, if I was, fr if I was friends with them. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, that, so the weird part of all of this is like, I think of them all as just like coworkers. It's, you know what I mean? And so, but some of them are very good friends and some aren't. So that's why I wanted to know, like, are Marty and Hank like friends and Marty's playing it down? Cause otherwise who gives a shit? They're friendly or were, but the, the yeah. biggest thing was now, you know, it was tough enough that Hank had to see his ex every day. Right. Now he's going to have to deal with that on top of it. That was the issue. Yeah. But I mean, that then it shouldn't be allowed to date people in the workplace if that's the issue, you know, because that's going to happen. Well, it's not. That's the other problem. Portnoy came not allowed there. Portnoy came out like uh, after they Hank and Rhea broke up and was like, if I remember right, it was like, this isn't happening ever again. No one's dating in the office. Oh, really? I believe well, so. Then why isn't Marty in more trouble in that case? It's probably not in writing. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, now my biggest takeaway was I think the best perspective on all of this was a gentleman named Jersey Jerry. Um, do you have the, the clip that I tweeted out? Yeah. This was an interesting uh, kind of non sequitur that we met on KMS when we were listening to it yesterday. Um, we tuned in once they were already past this part. Tell me if you, the folks of you in the, uh, those of you in the chat, tell me if you can understand why this was thrown in. <laughs> Had conversations in the past about how I felt. Um, and I'm sure you can back me how I felt about like work relationships, you know, uh, somebody, um, I'm not going to say no names and neither will you, but you know, uh, there was somebody in the office that would, would have wanted to, um, Maybe give me a blowjob or something. But no, seriously. No, seriously. Like, you know that. Yeah, no, I'm just and, 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 you know, I I just don't, I just don't. What's so funny? I'm just. <laughs> what do you mean what's so That's fucking. <laughs> Rico's like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious to throw that out there. That's wicked funny. And I always hear, uh, like, I'm not a particularly cool guy, as I've mentioned before. So maybe the, these offers just aren't thrown at me. But I've heard that phrasing before where like a girl has offered to give me a blowjob. Do they use that phrase and they say, hey, like, you want me to suck your dick? Maybe I feel like they'd be a little more subtle than that. To like, let me blow you. Yeah, what do you say? You and I go into the fucking equipment closet. What's <laughs> <laughs> no, for Jerry? He's getting, uh, you know, BJ offers around the office. He's, I find him funny sometimes. I don't know much about him until yesterday. I'd never heard him speak. I don't think I'd see. I, that's probably not true. I've seen him. I see him on some of those live streams, but I don't, I don't tune in for very long. Mm, yeah. That, that's the thing. Marty's so fucking, he had to know this was coming and he basically hitched his wagon to Portnoy and, and big cat. Right. Like, what are you doing? I, I don't think he knew that that reaction was coming. And I also think like, I can understand from his perspective, before telling anyone and making it into a big deal, seeing if it was going to last. I mean, they could have broken up two weeks in, you know? Right. And so I, it's just about figuring out the right time to tell people. A bunch know? of shit surfacing now, like of pictures of them from like October. Doing what though? I heard Big Cat referencing that. Uh, it seemed like they're together uh, like off hours and shit. It was just the two of them. Yeah, but that's weird. like who gives a shit? They they're definitely friends. they're for sure lying about the timeline to make it sound better, right? But I don't know exactly what it is. Now that'd be juicy gossip if it was the reason Rhea broke up with Mike. That's Ooh. what was starting to be implied yesterday. Interesting. Now that's something. Yeah, Port Portnoy's show tonight's going to be probably the most downloaded one so far. <laughs> hmm. Well, that'll be interesting. Yeah. I'm sure. Uh, 
if there's anything good, it'll, it'll be talked on uh, KMS tomorrow, I would think. But, yeah. uh, you know, keep an eye on that, folks. Let me know if there's any new developments, because I love a little gossip. Gossip's great. That's why I couldn't get enough of it. <laughs> so uh, someone alerted me on, um, they mentioned my name very briefly on KFC Radio today, I guess. But it was just, uh, it was it was not as much disdain as I was expecting. But I did find it to be a funny thing that like Barstool people do with like the Minifans where uh, they were talking about the Reddit stuff. Like, oh, employees at Barstool uh, have these burner accounts on Reddit or Twitter, or whatever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so they were speculating like, who could it be? And uh, KFC was saying like, I could definitely see someone from the, like the Minahan world. Uh, like he goes, I don't think Kirk himself, but like I could see like Blind Mike or Dave or it was funny. They even threw like Steve in there and said that like uh, he's just left to, you know, work undercover. <laughs> this is li- this is literally the program I would assume would have the least amount of burners. Yeah. So so that's my point is uh, th- so their logic makes sense. They were like, those guys are probably doing it to stir up drama for the show or something. And I. You know, Brandon Walker brings this up with them and everything. My always, my thing is always like, you're harassed by the Minifans all day and night. Supposedly, they torture you. You can't get them out of your head. How do you think it's? How do you still think it's me and Dave? <laughs> <laughs> There's clearly listeners to that show. How have you not gotten over that yet? Yeah, Box Eating Dad in the comments just says, "I am a burner." <laughs> no, say <laughs> it ain't so. That's me typing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's of all the people that are usually talk the most shit. It's like why would you hide why would you choose to hide behind you who you are on Reddit of all places? Right. You yeah, literally that, yeah, you literally yeah, just you're did exactly it. Exactly right. Yeah, why would if we give you guys the most shit, why would we also be doing it in private? Do you think our entire lives are consumed? <laughs> You literally just did it to KFC last week. Uh, granted, yeah, it was I did under two the full podcast shitting on KFC, and then in my private time, I'm like, and here's something else I don't like about him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from Kirk's Nutsack 69 on Reddit. How was KFC Radio with the? Uh, that's the only clip I listened. Someone time stamped it, and I just zipped right there. I'm curious, but they're all obsessing over that Reddit thing. It's like it probably doesn't exist or he would have tweeted it out. No, uh, they said that they heard rumors about that before this and now it's just solidified. Sure. But if people keep saying this exists, this exists and not putting it, it's like, uh, you know, who was great at that is a uh, Corey Feldman. Yes. Where for years, Corey Feldman was like, Hey, if you guys give me $10 million, I will reveal the name of the person that molested me and Corey Haim. And people were like, uh, no. <laughs> and he's like, all right, well, I guess you don't want that name. And everyone was like, yeah, it's fine. There and then go. he's like, all right, everyone, big announcement. I've lowered my price. How about $1 million? And everyone was like, no. <laughs> so then finally, he just put in a documentary and said it was Charlie Sheen. And everyone was like, okay. But the whole time people were like, hey, Corey, if there's a pedophile out there, how about you tell us so we can put, a, put an end to it? That's what he said it was, was Charlie Sheen? Yeah, he said that uh, Charlie Sheen molested Corey Haim, I think like butt-fucked Corey Haim on the set of Lucas, I believe. Sweet. I don't even know how to react to that. <laughs> uh, Charlie Sheen's gotten away with some shit. People, uh, yeah. uh, I guess because he's, that's almost what you have to do if you're a bad guy is not hide it. You have to be such a bad guy that when people hear you uh, molested a child, they're like, yeah, that's him. He's wacky. Oh, Charlie. He's a zany guy. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I that's think- another guy AIDS hasn't killed, huh? Sheen? Yeah. And now oh, got got that Hain guy, I guess. Did, did, he, did he die of suicide? Who, Corey Hain? Yeah. No, I think he uh, drug overdose. Oh, that makes I sense. I believe. That makes sense. I never, I never like got into the whole Corey Feldman shit. Could, no, we were a little too, yo- too young to have really given a shit about them. Yeah, but the story's not even that great. Like uh, the bonfire is obsessed with him. Oh, you mean now? Like his music and stuff? And Any of it. I mean, like it's, it's just a dude who's losing it. <laughs> 
Well, he's as funny a character to mock as anyone. Like, it's not really someone I give a shit about, but if Tom Myers was doing that. True. <laughs> you know what I mean? How is that any different than us mocking Nikki Glaser trying a music career? And Corey Feldman's much worse than Nikki Glaser. Oh, yeah. No, Nikki Glaser, <laughs> some might even say good at singing. Not a bad voice. Just tried to capitalize on a death. <laughs> she was That's like, all we're saying. Well, let's switch this fucking uh, chorus up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I had to have been the first person on that. Had to have been. I would say so. I really think you were. I'll have to give you that one. Because not many people were even talking about that song. No, they were just like, man, I can't believe she released this. It's fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> weird. <laughs> um, oh, we'll get to someone else people are talking about in comedy, by the way. Go watch our Brendan Schaub live stream from last week. I have to re-upload that. I just found out. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, did he get us? Yeah, but I mean, I think whoever saw it's going to see it. <laughs> That's probably true, but still re-upload it. Maybe some people didn't catch it. That's true. Um, but, oh, first I wanted to mention, do you see Tom Brady's uh, deal? Yeah, dude, me and Jerry were talking about it this morning. That is, I don't understand, like, I don't even understand the idea. So it's when he's playing this year, right? This is just when he retires? Yeah, that's the weird part. So that's, it's a really weird part because let's say that hypothetically he's supposed to be like their A broadcaster and they're giving him what, $300 million over 10 years or something? He's get he's going to buy be by far the highest paid person broadcasting. So he has that deal. Let's say this year, whoever they have replacing Aikman turns out to be better than Tony Romo. Like he's the new guy then you still have to pay Tom Brady? Like, are you locked into that contract? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Because me and Jared were talking. We said uh, he's he's probably going to be good, but not great. I don't even know that he'll be good because he's not a fun guy. I mean, he thinks he is. But what will be kind of neat to see, I guess, would be him breaking down the defense in between plays and telling people why stuff happened. He'll be better than anybody at that. But will it? So, I well, you know what? I guess Brady has this too, where he was a uh, sixth round pick. But like, generally, the greats aren't good at that necessarily at explaining to the layman how something is going to happen. Like, I think of Tony Romo as a guy who was. I think Tony Romo was undrafted, was a backup for a while, and I guess Brady has a little bit of that. But he had he hasn't felt that in 20 years since the third year that he was playing, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if he can relate to like, you know, some girl that's watching football for the first time and try to explain it to her. That's a good point. Which Romo seems to be pretty decent at. Romo is so annoying. I can't do it. Yeah. People have turned on him pretty quickly. It's, it's not even, it's the, he's always hammered. And then, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> or comes across that way. And then like the, <laughs> like he's making noises as shit's happening. He's like, I don't know, Jim. <laughs> Maybe Brady will do that. Maybe he'll have some wacky noises in the store. <laughs> Who's the guy he's supposed to be paired up with? Saw it earlier. At Brady is? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't see that. Let me see here. Uh, and I know my broadcasters. Uh, Ken something, I think. Ah, Ken something. He's pretty good. <laughs> well, you said you know you broadcaster, so I went, oh, if I say the it's first Ken. <laughs> you give me just a generic white man's name. Well, there's like six of them. Kenny Albert. Um, <laughs> give me a second. I'll find it. Kenny Maine. That'd be great. I would watch Ken that. Ken Rosenthal. <laughs> He's doing baseball instead. <laughs> um, Ken Frank. Burns. NFL Ken Griffey broadcast Ken Phelps. Um, I can't believe he's actually doing that. That's so fucking bizarre. Yeah, I really didn't think uh, that that's the road he would go down. No, it's also how much attention does Brady need that this would get announced before he retires? Like we all would already went through the is he re oh is he retiring oh no he's not retiring what a misdirection and now he gets the attention of like I th this I guess is what annoyed people about Brady that we ignored for twenty years because he was ours yeah you know what I mean like I never understood why 
people would bitch about Brady and call him a little girl and <laughs> hated him so much. And now I guess now I can kind of see it. I don't, I don't remember him doing this stuff with new England, yeah. but maybe people noticed it. They didn't have their blinders on. It's uh Kevin Burkhart. Okay. So you didn't even give me the right name. I had the K <laughs> Kevin Burkhart. I know that name. I can't picture his voice me either. Just straight up on fire. So they get the Super Bowl this year, Brady or next. Wait, when is it? Who's got the Super Bowl? Uh, I don't know. Fox had it. I don't. Oh wait, no. I think ESPN's got it, and that's why Buck and Aikman went there. Is that why it rotates every three years? Yeah, I don't fucking know. So CBS is Jim Nance and Romo. Fox mm-hmm. is Burkhart and Brady. <laughs> yeah, but not this year. No, I know. But it's why are they even announcing that? That's so stupid. I don't know. Because what if he goes? Yeah, you know what? Never mind. I said that he must have got paid like a shit ton of money already. So who is Fox going with this year? Um, what's his? What's the tight end's name that's in the booth? Oh, Jason Witten. Mm, what is? I feel like it's Portnoy. Tony Gonzalez. There's one of Portnoy's guys. How many times are you gonna play this game, Greg Olson? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Nailed that. We got one. Um, I think he's behind. Um, or he was supposed to be the second, but obviously they're gonna pick Brady over him. That's a. I would think so, right? No doubter. Brady might actually be someone that would bring potential extra eyeballs to the game. For a week or two. Right. Yeah, like his first game, people that wouldn't otherwise watch will watch, but that's about it. They're not going to last the whole season. No, definitely. <laughs> like, wow, Tom is really good at calling this game. <laughs> but I mean, like, just, He knows the X's and O's like no one else. It, it'll be... He, he has to have a niche of some kind. But, you know. I really don't think he will. I think it'll, I think it'll be very boring. Um, Matt from Rhode this Island. is where Peyton will smash him. Yeah. It's like Peyton's getting praise and he's doing something different on ESPN and everything. Well, I hope they don't stop that. That's what I'm saying. This is where like Peyton, finally Peyton will get to get a few victories over Brady. Um, Matt from Rhode Island says he had a Reddit burner for porn. Is that right? Uh, Why a burner? What's the, Who are you afraid of finding you out? I don't know. Didn't Ken Bone get fucked because of that? He does have a lot of similarities to Ken Bone. <laughs> it's the red sweater. That's it. Yeah. Um, um, uh, let's see. Um, that makes me really wonder what Matt from Rhode Island's uh, predilections yeah, I, I are. I kind of want to take his phone next time I see him now. Yeah, Jesus. Can I borrow this for a second? <laughs> the hell is he into? What exactly uh, are you... What, yeah, Matt, please in the comments, uh, write your weirdest one. Top search, children. <laughs> he goes, I don't care what people see in it. I just wanted to keep everything separate. <laughs> Interesting. He watches porn like a child eats dinner. This is my... <laughs> I still separate my food as well. So do I. <laughs> Except on like uh, like Thanksgiving and shit. Yeah, this is my... Sports Reddit. This is my comedy Reddit. This is my news Reddit. And this is my dominatrix Reddit. This is my porny warning. This is my scat porn Reddit. <laughs> uh, it can become overwhelming, but now I know how to make custom feeds. <laughs> overwhelming. I like Matt from Rhode Island and I'm under a mountain of porn. <laughs> Just got people. How am I going to handle all of this? He's got people just spreading assholes just on his feed. Oop, like he's on the train. Oop, it's the noise his he wife's makes. calling him down for dinner. He's like, baby, I'm up to my eyeballs and links. <laughs> I got to divvy this up somehow. That's that's the noise. That's the noise you make when you don't want someone to see something on your phone. You just go, oop. Yep, <laughs> that's the noise the warthog made. I uh, When I was living with him in college, freshman year, I went home for the weekend and uh, bring my laundry, but you know, brought my laundry home and bring it back into the dorm. And I opened the door and for whatever reason, I kind of like was going to spook him. I was going to put a scare into him. So I like kind of creaked the door open and I looked at his, his bed was like right across from the door and he wasn't in it. So I was like, ah, oh well. And I opened the door fully and I just hear, oop. <laughs> and I turn to my left. He is completely nude, just shaving his face. <laughs> I don't know what he was shaving before I got in there, but 
<laughs> Whenever something like that happens, I just go, yo, <laughs> so, yeah, I yell something stupid. Just. Uh, um, hmm. I'm interested in his Reddit feed. Like I can't stop thinking about it. Has he given us any more information? I rain man my porn sessions. I'm like Zuckerberg writing the code for Facebook. I'm locked in. <laughs> and Matt gets off on the search. Yeah. <laughs> it's more about the sport. <laughs> he's like, can it's you? It's finding the videos more than actually watching yeah, them. He, he goes up to people. He's like, can you find this? And they'll, they'll say no. And he just goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I found it. <laughs> oh, you can't find this? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you ever seen uh, baby diaper breastfeeding? <laughs> no. What the fuck are you talking about? Yes. Oh. Oh. I knew it. I knew you wouldn't have found that. Good. And I did. <laughs> it makes me wonder, you know, like I can't see very well. I have no idea what he has up on the walls of Vaulted Podcast Studios, you know? I feel like I have to pay closer attention now. Like, he's yeah. got he's got movie posters that they've made. And uh, I want to, like, zoom. I'm going to, like, get a close look and see if there's yeah, any. Yeah, it's all scat porn, I'm sure. Yeah. If you, like, zoom in. If there's a phone on the poster, I want to really make sure and see what's on it. Because it's, yeah, well. it's, it's probably nothing good. Well, go follow known pervert Matt from Rhode Island. Add Matt from R.I. <laughs> Uh, box eating dad says in middle school, I got tired of seeing monster hogs that didn't look like mine. So I started looking up six. <laughs> I started looking up six inch dick porn, which just seems gay when your friends take your iPod touch. I, I need a really specific penis. <laughs> what do you got for five and three quarters? <laughs> Can you find this? Oh, do you, do you remember? Was this the case in your school? I remember like um, there were one or two kids. I can't remember if they actually got caught or like people found out that they jerked off in class. Uh, Not in class, but in school. We had a couple that did it like in class. And I remember people being like, he's the man <laughs> like, oh. thinking it was cool. No, my, my school, if like a girl thought like if a girl had a crush on you, you were gay. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, that's where I came from. <laughs> it is very gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I just remember, I remember the, like kids were like, cause I guess because it's like new, like, you know, in fifth, sixth grade, kids weren't even quite sure how to masturbate. Mm. But so like, we were like, Oh wow. What a, what a legend. <laughs> Yeah, we, Whereas now, imagine your coworkers just jerking off under his desk. I had two classmates in seventh or eighth grade, fucking the woods of Ipswich River Park, and that we were like, "Whoa!" So if someone was like, "I jacked off," everyone was like, "Get out of here, loser!" <laughs> now you just walk into Bruce Mittman's office. He's like, oh, "Hello, please knock." <laughs> How many times have I told you? Get out of here! I just got a link from Meth from Rhode Island. <laughs> <laughs> serious business going on. He gets he gets a he gets an email from Matt from Rhode Island. He's like, hold my calls. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, can you please shut the door on the way out? <laughs> <laughs> Matt's like fucking uh, Morgan Freeman and Shawshank, but just with horrible porn links. <laughs> I have been known to find certain things from time to time. <laughs> I'm gonna need to cancel my afternoon sessions. <laughs> Boys, <laughs> um, I'll give you a choice here. Mm -hmm. I have a TV show I would like to describe to you. Okay, and we have a discussion about Brendan Schaub. Okay, your choice. Uh, describe the TV show. I was hoping you'd say that. Because I've been waiting for a couple of weeks to talk about this. It's a program called A Teacher. Oh Not The Teacher. A Space Teacher. Doesn't identify as anything. A Teacher. It's on Hulu. Um, the program is... Uh, it's, a, it's a very, uh, you know, classic American tale of a student fucking a teacher and the drama that goes along with that. Classic. 
Yeah, classic. It's very, um, it's on Hulu, but it's very Lifetime, you know? Right. And uh, so I see Alba watching it one day, and I just sat down, and I got hooked. They they reeled me in. <laughs> and it's uh, it's Kate Mara is the star. She's the, a teacher. <laughs> and the kid is like a Zac Efron-y type douche, you know? Yeah. Good looking guy. Seems cool. That's sort of a guy. He's the coolest. Yeah, yeah, he's real cool. Yeah. I mean, he, once you watch this show, he is pretty fucking cool. It's pretty sick. So, it's ten episodes. It's a ten episode program, and I can only assume it's only one season. But <laughs> it's ten episodes, and this came out in the year twenty twenty. And uh, you know, of course, it starts with uh, Kate Mara is tutoring this young man, and then for some reason, she goes with him on a tour of the University of Texas. Because mm. he's a senior, you know, looking at prospective schools. So she goes with him, which is a little weird to begin with. And then, like, he sees some guy. She's a new teacher. That's kind of important because there's no plot hole here. Um, so he's walking around the campus with her. And some guy that's a freshman at, te- at Texas... Uh, notices Eric is the kid's name. And he goes, yo, Eric, my man, you got to come to this kegger this afternoon. <laughs> and he's like, uh, I don't know. I'm with this old bag of bones. <laughs> and Kate Mara's like, we'll go. We'll go. And they're like, oh, all right. So then they get kind of, you know, they're at this college party and they're, they're having an intimate conversation. One that a teacher and student might not typically have. Oh, no. But no, it doesn't get too crazy. But it's intimate. Yo, now, teach your your tits are sick. Now, now nothing happens. But then they get back to you know high school, and uh, you know she's like uh, Eric. I need to see you after class. Oh God! What cha- what what station had this? This is Hulu. Okay, I believe it's a Hulu original. Seems it. Seems right. So she's like, Eric, I need to see you after class. And then they kind of have a conversation. And then Eric goes in for a smooch, plants one on her. And she goes, whoa, hey. <laughs> oh. Oh, where did you get this idea? Other than the fact that I was pawing at your cock at a kegger. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she's like, hey, you beat it, pal. You get out of here. That's unacceptable. And then they, you know, have a conversation afterwards and. She's like, uh, you know, I'd still like to tutor you if you wouldn't mind. <laughs> Not enough to report. Yeah. So now we're at like the second, third episode, something like that. Mm-hmm. Let's say the second episode. I'm pretty sure. My timeline is a little off here. This seems like something we should have done a watch along for. We still can. If you guys want to, we can. But I'm spoilers are coming. <laughs> <laughs> because it's not so it's it's about the journey. That's really <laughs> Right. You don't need you, you you won't need to know any of these facts to still enjoy it. Or it won't matter that you know, I should say. Um so uh so then there's some kind of school dance. And uh Eric goes to the dance with some poor dumb bitch that likes him. He ditches her toot sweet. Yeah, little does she know. And he starts he goes up and talks to Kate Mara, who's chaperoning. It'd be great. By the way, her name in this is Kate Mara. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Teacher, Professor Kate Mara. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, here's the first giant flaw in this show. So far, what would you yeah. say is the most important scene of the show that I've described? Uh, probably the uh, trip where they bonded the first time. Craig never goes with me on anything. No, it's her, them talking at the dance you know, kind of canoodling. This Uh, is a very pivotal moment. Oh, okay. We don't hear any of it. They lost in translation us. They play loud music over it and they just walk away (laughs) together. (laughs) So pretty much a show about a teacher seducing a student. You don't see any of the seducing. Really? Very strange. And that's the, and then they go to, you know, they go to some parking lot and fuck each other. Do they really? Oh yeah, they fuck in the back seat of the of her car. No, they sure do. Now this is episode two, I think. 
<laughs> so they got to business pretty quickly. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, I have to watch. And this so show. Now, then you know they they fuck, but she lays down the law. She's like, hey. I'm married. I forgot to tell you about the husband. She's married. Oh, <laughs> uh, so she's like, hey, I'm married. You know, so no. And, and this is against the law. This is against the rules, against the law. I'm married. So anal only. She's There's a lot of reasons. Let's keep this private. She says, don't text me. She's like, you can't be texting me. That's crazy. Oh, my God. This is real. So then she says, uh, you know, you can't be texting me because he texted her something like, uh, I miss you or something like that. She goes, you can't be texting me. My husband could see that. Right. You know, it's very bad. Like three hours later, she sends him a like sexy pic where she's got her tits out. And are you fucking serious? Immediately. This is immediately throws caution to the wind, says, ah, fuck it. I'm all horned up for this kid. Now, in order for the show to show you why would this, because you need to be a sympathetic character as a main character. So you're thinking as the viewer, why would Kate Mara do this? They show her husband and you're thinking, oh, this guy's got to be a real dick bag. (laughs) Incredibly nice guy. (laughs) Decent looking enough guy. He's, He's in a band and has, I guess, kind of delusional dreams about a music career, but like they put out an album. It's not like me banging on the drums thinking I'm going to get a call from Sony records. Right. You know, they put on a, and she, and the whole time like he's talking like, Oh, you know, I'm really excited about this thing we're recording. And she's like, Oh God, put a bullet in my head. (laughs) If I listen to this cunt drone on and on. So then she's texting the kid again. Like, Oh, I got to get away from my dildo husband. Yeah. So they keep fucking, they fuck a lot. They uh they go away for a weekend together, which apparently nobody questions. She just says she's at a conference. Everyone's cool with that. Where does the kid say he is? They never quite told us. I'm going to Eric's house. <laughs> yeah, well, he's Eric. Oh, so I'm that going to work. <laughs> that was a random. It'd be name. a horrible excuse. <laughs> um, well, the parents so, are probably. No, go, yeah, she says right. she's at a conference. He doesn't really say where he is. And then there's a point like they're away for the weekend. They're boning nonstop. And then she goes, oh, hold on one second. My, you know, dildo husband is calling me. (laughs) And she gets up and she's like, yeah, I'm at a conference. I'm having fun, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, I miss you too, whatever. And then Eric is like, "Mm." she's like, what's wrong? He's like, go back to your husband. Oh, my God. She's like, you know, I want to be with you. And it's like, hey, kid, this married lady is fucking you. Who the fuck do you think you are to get angry at her? Oh, my God. What a pussy. So then she's got to sell him and, uh, you know, <laughs> on staying the rest of the weekend. She sells him? Yeah, yeah. He was all butthurt about it. That but, seem, seems like a real pussy dryer, you ask me. Yeah, they they resolve they resolve their issues. Because this lady is all in. She is. Kamara is horned up for this kid. Like, can't get enough. <laughs> so, now we cut to... Um, Kate Mara's out with her teacher friends. You know, she's made some friends with some of the, the you know, the party teachers, the cool teachers at school. Mm-hmm. They go out for a couple drinks. And, uh, you know, one of the teachers, her new friend says, uh, so, you know, you were probably cheating on your husband this weekend, right? And Kate Mara's like, no. Are you fucking serious? And she's like, ah, come on. I won't tell. Who cares? <laughs> A very natural conversation. That two people that barely know each other have. Like, you're probably being unfaithful to your husband, right? <laughs> right. And Kate Mara goes, all right, you got me. And she's, the lady's like... Uh, she just gives it up? Oh, hold on. <laughs> so so the lady's like, come on, who with? And Kate Mara's like, nah, nah, I can't tell you. And the lady's like, come on, tell me. As if, you know, because America is so small... That if she said, I'm with Bill, the plumber, she'd be like, real Bill, really? <laughs> <laughs> but so the, the lady, you know, has, of course, rule of three. This lady asked three times. So, of course, came as Mara has to spill her guts and go, all right, I'm fucking Eric. <laughs> <laughs> you know, from homeroom. <laughs> and the lady goes, What? <laughs> 
<laughs> and Kmar is like, what? Yeah. What? You think that's bad? <laughs> and Kmar is like, I gotta, I have to tell the school board. I'm sorry, the, the other ladies. Like, I have to tell the school board. And Kmar is like, but you made me tell. <laughs> and the lady's like, yeah, I didn't think it was a child. <laughs> now, I told you we're in a 10 episode season. What what episode do you think we're on so far? It says it's a mini series, by the way. Just yeah, so, so I know. figured it's only one season. Um, <laughs> 10 episodes. I, I just told you, she got caught. The lady, the, uh, this lady, the teacher does rat her out. So what point in the series do you think that's at? Judging by the fact, episodes. judging by the fact that you're asking me this, I'm going to uh, say four. You're exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a long journey to go. Oh, I'm watching this. <laughs> so, so you think, how are things possibly going to unfold <laughs> over the rest of this series? And so uh, what they do, and they do this pretty quickly, is uh, so after she tells the teacher, she uh, tells her husband, she's like, yeah, I've been fucking a kid at school. And he's like, ah, Jesus, I'm leaving you. And then, uh, the t- you know, the police come to the kid's house and they're basically like, uh, she rape you? And he's like, no. And they're like, come on. And he's like, all right. <laughs> and so he rats her out. What the hell? And then, uh, you know, so she's fired from her job. The cops are looking for her. She meets up with the kid. They run away together. They stop at a roadside motel. They made it about eight minutes down the road before they have to stop at a roadside motel to fuck. (laughs) (laughs) So they fuck and they're like, we're going to run away together. Isn't this crazy? We're going to start a new life together. And then uh, Eric, like, you know, they, they, they fuck. And then Eric like gets up and leaves. Like he has a crisis of conscience or something. Mm-hmm. He just leaves and goes home. And that's it. That's the <laughs> she's, sh- left to, she's left to like fend for herself. So then she goes to jail. <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad that you're enjoying this because I wasn't sure if this would work or not. But how have you hold, held on to this for so long? So so she goes to jail. And. uh and he goes to college. So we fast forward. We don't see the summer. We fast forward. She gets out of jail. He's in college. And he is banging puss left and right. Oh, no. And there are girls like, ooh, are you the guy that fucked his teacher? And he's like, yeah. And they're like, all right, I want to fuck you too. And he's like, okay. I mean, what's more What's more of a, a, a good sales pitch than this woman threw her life away just to fuck me? Right. So the, the ladies at UT are liking that. Right. Meanwhile, uh, Kate Mara's out of jail. She's trying to get a job. You know, she work, she goes to some clothing store or lingerie store or something. Mm-hmm. She gives uh, some lady a good note and the lady's like, hey, you should work here. Here's a resume. And then, uh, you know, one of the town's people happens to be right behind her and goes, you don't want to give this slut a job. <laughs> she fucks children. <laughs> and the lady's like, oh, all right. No job for you. <laughs> Oh, I'm just going to so take you your Kate, word on it immediately. <laughs> so you see Kate Mars having a tough time. And, uh, but they also try to make it like Eric is having a tough time as well. Like he's like, I am just getting too much pussy. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. drowning in all the pussy I'm getting. I'm chafing. <laughs> How do I get out of this? <laughs> so they try to make it like he's also at odds struggling with this. Yeah. Um, it seems more so then, uh, um, okay. What's that? He seems to be more okay. His problems, yeah, his problems really aren't problems. So then, uh, you know, her brother is uh, helping her, giving her a place to stay. But the brother's wife, you know, thinks she's a slut, doesn't want her around the kids. And K. Mara kind of has an attitude towards her, like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> and it's like, hey, give her some time to warm up to the idea, maybe. <laughs> So then Kmar goes and tries to find the husband. She's like, you know, I really miss you. And he's like, I have no interest in being with you. I was a good guy the whole time. Did you have an affair with a kid? You ran away with him. (laughs) Let's not forget that. So, um, uh, uh, Eric texts Kate Mara and says, uh, I need to talk to you. 
And she's like, ooh, Eric wants to talk to me. She invites him over the brother's house. <laughs> it's like, hey, Kate, the family's not even sure they want you there. How about don't invite the kid you preyed on over? No shit. So he comes over, they talk, and he's like, uh, I'm sorry that uh, I ratted you out to the cops. And she's like, it's okay. And he's like, uh, you want to fuck? And she's like, we shouldn't. Go go live your life, kid. Have a childhood. <laughs> and then uh, and then that's pretty much it of that. <laughs> so then we go to the last episode. All of a sudden, we're 10 years in the future. Okay. So now we fast forward to 10 years. And uh, my favorite note about this, the show came out in the year 2020. A little uh, pandemic binging for you. Mm-hmm. Now, we find out at the 10-year reunion, it says, like, welcome back, class of 2014. And it's not until that moment you realize, like, oh, this was a a period piece about six years ago? Uh... Like, they take you back in time for some reason. It's not based on a true story, but they said it in 2014 for some weird reason. You You ever have any teachers band kids? No. I too. No, I'm well, I take that back. Um a guy who later got arrested, a male teacher who later got arrested for like either buying or selling Percocets or something like that. He would, to my knowledge, not while they were in school, but like he would always go to graduation parties and fuck students. <laughs> Technically legal, I guess. Yeah. Now, I had I had um, two two teachers get fired for fucking kids in my school. You did? Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. pretty good. Both males. Nah, that's not as good. Nah. Um, but well, let me finish here because we're almost done. Um, but yeah, they were able to stretch this over like three or four episodes. So now we're at the reunion. It's 10 years later. Uh, Eric's still swinging and single. But we see that Kay Mara is married with a couple of kids. Oh, boy. Somehow she found a guy to, you know, that could, could deal with her past, didn't care. He can uh, ignore the, the pedophile sign on the front lawn. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, you know, Eric's home for the 10-year reunion. Kate Mara still lives in the area, which is odd considering people would go up to her and say slut when she's trying to apply for a job. Right. It seems like you just move. But uh, Eric's in town. Kate Mara is out shopping with her kids. She's at the grocery store dealing with her little rugrats. And Eric's like, Kate? And she's like, hey, you? And he's like, good to see you. And then that's it pretty much. <laughs> so so then later, um, he texts her. Oh, no, I'm sorry. She texts him that night. Like you see her kind of wonder. This lady is dripping wet every time she thinks about this kid. Good for him. So she's like kind of at odds with herself that night. And then she ends up texting him saying like, I'm not sure if this is your number, but I need to meet with you. And so they meet. And you're like, is this lady going to fuck up her life again? And she just goes, uh, so they sit down at a diner. And she goes, uh, you know, I want to apologize for uh, for putting you in that situation. Uh, it was, you know, that was wrong of me to do. It's taken me a long time to realize that, and I wanted to apologize to you. And Eric goes, uh, you know, it was really wrong of you to put me in that situation. And she's kind of like, yeah, that's pretty much why I, I thought that's what I just said. I kind of thought that's why we were here. <laughs> and he's like, you know, it took me a long time to realize that I was the victim. And you have to live with that. And that's the end of the show. (laughs) Dude, like, no one looks looks at uh, boys in that situation as a victim, ever. No, and I guess that was the moral of the show, but that's not how you felt as you were watching it. The show made you feel nothing other than impressed with how they can stretch a plot out. I'm pretty sure Matt from Rhode Island finds things like this on Reddit. Oh, definitely. I mean, this I could help him with a few links for this one. Teacher, student. Yeah, yeah. I'm into that. Probably not as graphic as he would like, but. 
you know, he's all about there's it. a glass the, the desk is made of glass and there's a kid sitting under it waiting for a surprise <laughs> that's, the, that's the links that Matt likes <laughs> the poo guy <laughs> but yeah I don't know what do you think worth uh, uh, <laughs> worth worth checking out you guys watch it let me know if because uh, we could probably cut together some of the best scenes for a watch along of I'm, some kind I'm for sure going to try this because it's I thought, I don't know, how long did it take me to fucking not think you were joking? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it took me a while to go, you're making this up. <laughs> no, no, I mean, like, Alba, I kept saying, I'd like to ask Alba how many times I said, like, how many episodes are left? <laughs> <laughs> she gets caught. It doesn't make sense. I assumed, like, the series would end with her getting caught. And, like, ten minutes in, they're like, yeah, she admits it. I'm adding this to my stuff right now on Hulu. My my favorite part is just the idea. It would be like, you know, if you had a fictionalized version of, let's say, let's say Jeffrey Dahmer. You're telling the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Mm-hmm. And you're like 15 in, minutes into the movie and he just walks into a police station and is like, hey, gang, listen up. I've been uh, drilling holes in people's skulls and fucking them. So... <laughs> You're probably going to want to cuff me. Just so you know. (laughs) So it's a pretty fun watch. I know I ruined everything for you, but it's fun to see uh, how they go about it. Oh, I'm I'm definitely watching. Yeah. Definitely going to (laughs) watch. That's fucking crazy. Uh, All right. What are the people uh, saying in the chat? Are they they interested in it? Stunned. Uh, back to what we were talking about before that. We were talking about uh, kids doing stuff early, like sexually. Mm-hmm. Boxing Dad said the first kid that got a blowjob got bullied so hard he wrote a bomb threat on the bathroom wall. Good Lord. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> this seems like a series based off the South Park episode where Ike bangs that teacher. Yes, that's all I could think of the whole time was Ike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Chef Lewis is in. But I got to say, at least the kid is like of age, which the whole time I was kind of wondering, like, why is she in prison? She's 18, right? Yeah. She went to prison for that? Yeah, for like six months. That seems just like a fireable offense, not a prison sentence. That's what I was saying. But I I don't know. You know, I don't know the laws in fucking Texas or wherever they were. Oh, yeah. You can get shot for a lot less there. Yeah. Hmm. Um, So I guess we can save the shop stuff for uh, Friday. Um, I don't know anything else before we uh, move on. Oh, and I guess we got to save Chet Hayes for Friday too. Our boy Chet's been in the news. Oh yeah, Chatana, Chatana, big tune. I actually like him in that clip. <laughs> oh, he's the best in this one. Yeah. Hey, you want to? Well, let's play that just to end the show because we won't spend too much time on that. All right. Pull this puppy up here. Ready? Yes, sir. Are there any marginalized communities you want to apologize to? Hold on. Know, pa- pause one second. I'm sorry. What did I miss that Chet Hayes did? Uh, this- Is he just talking about his general cultural appropriation? Correct. Okay. That we all, that we already know about? Yes. The Jamaican accents and all that stuff. Oh, okay. All right. Apologize to. I don't know. Maybe the Pato community? I don't feel like I've truly done anything offensive, so. You don't see it as cultural appropriation. You see it as like a celebration of culture. Mm -hmm. And then it's like social justice warriors can like go kick rocks. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No comment. Got it. No, I mean, I I 100% agree. Social justice warriors can kick rocks. Mm. I I actually love him in this clip because she's like, oh, no comment. And he's like, well, you kind of made the comment for me. I kind of said, yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, so this is exactly what you think. And I'm going to lay out all the details. So there's nothing you can really expand on. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. You nailed it. Correct. Chat and I. Big for tune. Big tune. Big ups. <laughs> Good for chat. Because that, that's a lady that like. That's how much they expect you to drop to your knees and be like, I'm so sorry. But you forget, like, what's Chet going to lose? You're not going to cancel Tom Hanks over the, you know, the sins of Chet. 
Oh, he can't do anything anymore? Well, his kids and grandkids will still be fine. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Good for Chatton. Was that the end of that clip? Yeah. He just does right. he just does acting literally just to stay busy. His dad And he's is, a good actor. Yeah, his dad is Tom fucking Hanks. <laughs> yeah, I might have turned around on him. I like I told you I heard him on that um I never didn't what, like him. Need to make that clear. <laughs> one of the episodes I I thought he was a douche. No. Cuz it is. I mean like cultural appropriation seems like a douchey term, but like the idea that he talks like that and he's Tom Hanks's kid, you know, he went to that, private school. That makes him the man that he's taking his dad's fucking reputation and doing that. And he just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. But um, I told you when I did some, uh, some clipping for WATP, which I will be returning to at the end of the month, by the way. Ooh, what are you doing? I don't know yet. I've not been instructed. Mm. Um, but... I clipped um, one of the episodes of the King, the Sting, and the Wing. Chet Hanks was the guest, and he was by far the most grounded individual in that room. That's not surprising. Other than maybe Eric Griffin, who was there at the time. <laughs> not surprising at all. <laughs> but yeah, like I've started. I'm a Chet Hanks guy now. Gotta be. He's the man. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's it for today, folks. Uh, this was nice. A lot less drama free than the last week you know boy was it <laughs> a fun one so go watch a teacher that's my big plug for the day yep i'm doing that today. and um go to patreon.com slash blind mike oh and go to craig's patreon yeah patreon.com slash very good show we just put the video up from today's episode so i think that's good i actually think chris should uh, take your guys model in the sense of like like one of the tiers is like you guys are playing like video games and shit like that, right? Um, yeah, it's not that's not going to be like a consistent thing, but we're going to do it every once in a while. I, th- I think that's what Chris should do with the baseball stuff is like just include it in his one, Patreon and he'll do a live stream or something. 1,000%. Every, right? every night, just stream you doing a game. And all he has to do, like I think he's nervous about having to fill like talk the whole time. You like don't Gordon have to. Does that st- I don't know if he still does the Davy Day Trader stuff. But, like, he'll just sit with a camera in front of him rolling, and sometimes he make comments, and a lot of times he doesn't. He's just sitting there. He doesn't have... He can respond to people in the chat or just do nothing. Sip your sighties and, uh, you know... Make a couple comments about the Mariners. And, you know? oh, man, he knows what he's doing. He picked, like, one of the most viral teams possible to be, too. The 95... Why are the Mariners so viral? I don't know that. Oh, sorry, not viral. Most popular. The 95 uh, Mariners were stacked. Oh, because of Griffey and Griffey, Randy Johnson was on that team? Griffey, A-Rod, Randy Johnson, Jay Buhner. <laughs> it's what fun. the hell did you trade Jay Buhner for? <laughs> Got a rocket for an arm. Had over 100 RBIs last year. Yeah. Uh, my people were telling me Ken Phelps. Ken Phelps. Um, two Ken Phelps references in one show. We've done it all, folks. We'll see you next time. Until then, have yourself a great day. And as always, rock on. Stop the baloney, huh?